Hello, landing page optimization listeners. This is your host, Tim Ash. Next time you browse through iTunes or the Google Play Store on your smartphone, make sure to land on and download the webmasterradio.fm mobile app. Listen to new episodes of LPO every Monday or catch up on all the interviews featuring me speaking with the best and brightest conversion thought leaders of today. Download the webmasterradio.fm mobile apps in the iTunes store or via Google Play today. Welcome to LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Landing page optimization expert Tim Ash is here to show you what it takes to create optimal landing pages. LPO brings you detailed case studies, opinions, and analysis from the leaders of landing page optimization. Now here's your host, Tim Ash. Hello, loyal landing page optimization listeners. Uh, this is Tim Ash, your host for the show, and today uh, my two guests are all the way from Europe, although actually they're just a Skype phone call away. Uh, Ariane Haring and uh, Moritz uh, Kapstein, both from Science Rockstars, and uh, they're conversion studs, if I may say so. And uh, Moritz, I understand you're actually also an assistant professor of statistics at a university in the Netherlands, is that right? That's correct, that's correct. So I try to combine both roles, and I think you know, often they, they correspond, because if we, if we want to learn from what people do online, uh, we also need uh, the statistical and modeling backing. Um, so, so I like to be involved both on kind of the development of algorithms so on the academic side and on the other hand on the application uh, doing it in a company. Oh, terrific. And, and Ariane, uh, I mean, uh, people have called you the spin doctor. I prefer, uh, sorry, the spin doctor. I prefer hustler myself, but uh, you want to say hello to our audience? So, hi, yeah. So I don't do much, of course. Um, <laughs> so I just trust Maurice is doing a really good job and I, I plug in everywhere I can well, um, well joking aside so you know, science rock stars uh, you know, just for our listeners who, who don't, um, aren't familiar with your company just uh, can you give a very quick overview of what you guys do for clients yeah so in general like the one liner is that we think that good science brings great business and, and Within that, our first product is the Persuasion API, uh, which optimizes uh, persuasion strategies on an individual level with learning algorithms and some new insights from behavioral science. Okay, I'm going to translate that into English uh, since yes, you're not yeah. native speakers. I think what you're saying is that what you try to do is change the website that somebody's visiting on the fly in order to respond to their personality or style and make it more likely that they're going to convert. Is that close? That's, that's very close. That's very close. So, so I'd say that the Science Rockstar's name of the company is because we're, we're you know, hopefully in the future be doing more of these types of things. Uh, Persuasion API is a specific product. Um, indeed, it's you know, changing your website on the fly uh, based on how individual customers have responded previously. Um, however, it's not just restricted to your website. We, we can track people over, over your emails and maybe even in your call center. And what we focus on specifically is different ways of influencing people, so different persuasive strategies. That's kind of the level at which we model and the level at which, in real time, we try to adapt pages to how people are responding. Oh, all right. Well, you know, uh, it's, uh, somebody once said, you know, in, in theory, and pr uh, um, theory and practice are the same. In practice, they're not. Um, so <laughs> let's talk a little bit about uh, the theory of 
you know, kind of personality profiling and different personality types. What's the framework that, that you use? There's a lot of different personality frameworks out there. Yeah, so I said, you're totally right. There's a lot of different personality frameworks. And actually, uh, we, we are not using a specific personality framework in the sense that, that what happens a lot, I would say, is people, people look at their customers then try to boil them down to a specific number of personality types and then from there on try to predict uh, which, which content to show. Now, okay, so what's the danger of that? Uh, I mean, what's the drawback of doing that approach? You know, Myers-Briggs or similar kind of divide people into four quadrants or 16 quadrants kind of stuff. Well, there, there are several things. One is, like, practically, how are you going to get the data needed to divide them into those quadrants? But suppose you solve that issue, then, you know, each of those quadrants will have heterogeneity as well. They're not all the same people within the quadrant. And the, your matching of content to the quadrant Will contain some error as well. So you have two sources of error in the process. How um, you classify people, and then also, you know, just the fact that there's still wide variation within each of those groups. By the way, I'm going to just take a quick step back. So uh, when I mean personality typing, uh, for example, you might classify people into uh, task oriented or people oriented, and fast versus slow pace. So that gives you four four groups. There are lots of different similar kind of. Uh, typing mechanisms, and they're just based on what's considered people's innate abilities. Do you at least agree with the kind of starting point that everyone's personality is more or less set yes. when uh, for as well, in their adult life? Yeah, I, I, I would. It's it's not necessarily what we're doing, but I, you know, I think there's a, there's a lot of value in these kind of personality, or at least looking for stable individual differences. I can, I think that's what it is, and you can classify them along different dimensions. Um, what, what we do, however, is, is not kind of postulating a personality type in between, but it's just saying, well, you have different persuasive messages, content. We, we type, you know, we, we, we put classes on the content, uh, for example, using uh, influence strategies as defined by Cialdini. Uh, mm -hmm. And what we do is a direct match between people's response and the content they see. And for each of the types of content, try to estimate how likely are people to respond and based on those estimates, you know, the moment you get to a new page, generate which of the strategies, which, which of those classes should you see. Uh, okay. So this is, this is not, not really using, you know, uh, personality types, but you mentioned Robert Cialdini's work. Uh, he, by the way, listeners, if you haven't gotten his book, go buy a copy right now. It's called Influence, the Psychology of Persuasion. It's probably uh, one of the, the Bibles in the field, I would say. Would you guys agree? I would agree. Yeah, and, and he talks about universal strategies for um, you know, kind of getting people to comply with your wishes. Or, or uh, can you list some of them and how you guys use them in your work? Yeah, so I think it's interesting. Yes, uh, six of them. Uh, so scarcity people do stuff that uh, uh, is scarce. It's so for example something an offer is limited in time, or the offer itself is limited. The products are limited, or it's and a unique product, or something like that. Indeed. It's a custom thing. Indeed. Uh, and the other one, uh, another one is authority. So people listen to experts. Um, uh, another one is social proof. You do what other people do. Um, and coming back to these two last ones, uh, so what he found out is that over a group, this works. If you if you use authority cues, then uh, you'll get a better a, a better um, <clears throat> result. The response will be higher if you use this persuasion strategy. Uh, but you can imagine that uh, not everybody listens to authority. So 
So uh, there's also uh, a percentage of people that that are neutral to it, to this message, or even negative. And actually, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a that's a bit of information. That's a, an insight that came out of Maurits' work that that you can also uh, that you can find out to so which strategy works for whom, and that you can adjust it. So then you can even uh, cater to this people that uh, uh, and and um, use this. Strategies okay. Okay. So, so let's let's make make that a concrete example. Let's say you know using outside authority. You mentioned scarcity, social proof, or what your peers are doing, and outside authority. So, for example, let's say I'm thinking about buying a wine. Well, you know Robert Parker. Uh, you know his wine ratings are, are pretty famous, and a lot of people say, well, he gave it a high rating, and so on. What you're saying is, on average, using that kind of authority figure and their influence you're going to get better performance but some people actually are turned off by it and they think you know Robert Parker is a big windbag and they're negatively going to be influenced by that that particular th- appeal to authority is that right exactly yeah. That's okay exactly so and, and so and you should offer uh, maybe social proof that, that everybody or, or all this uh, all his friends are buying this particular wine uh, you can keep the same wine but don't use uh, Robert Palmer uh, or whoever uh, this Parker, right, right, right. Robert pa- uh, Parker. Sorry, I don't know. This is hey, Robert Palmer is a really good singer too, so I, I got no problem yeah, I, with him. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Simply irresistible. No, yeah. Sorry. Okay, no. Uh, so with that little impromptu karaoke. So, but that I mean, it seems like the hard part here is okay. So you know, you give them the right persuasion strategy that they're going to respond to. The hard part is figuring out what persuasion strategy they're going to respond to in real time. So tell me more about that. So, so that process basically works as follows. Uh, now, like if, if you start from a situation where you where you have no clue, no data, no data whatsoever, basically, um, you you will. Or basically what we'll do is start distributing the, the strategies or the arguments that we have randomly over people. Uh, on the other hand, the moment you respond favorably, so you buy those wines or you click an email that you get or whichever kind of measure of success you want to put up, will make it more likely for you as opposed to other people to receive that same strategy again in the future. Obviously, you have to kind of weigh off the knowledge that you have gained from learning and, and how much you want to learn again because if you don't explore any of the other strategies, you'll never learn about them. So what we're trying to do is kind of optimize this explore-exploit trade-off at an individual level but also borrowing kind of ideas from how do other people respond. If a strategy doesn't work for anyone and you come in as a new customer, then we might not necessarily you know start with that one or basically we will not start with that one. Uh, but just over time, every... Uh, you know, interaction that I have with you, as long as I can classify which of those strategies I'm using in those interactions, I can get better and better profile. Okay, well, I want to definitely explore that after we come back from from our break. Uh, We'll be back in two minutes after a word from our sponsors. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world, Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com 
Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is authoritylabs.com. How much time do you spend on SEO research and competitor analysis? What if we told you that there was an easier, faster way? Searchmetrics SEO software propels you to top positions on search engines around the world with our unique global search, social, and competitive data in over 60 countries. Gain a competitive advantage today with Searchmetrics.com. That's Searchmetrics.com. Your virtual webmaster frat house. Webmasterradio.fm. Hey, bring your togas. Webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Welcome back to LPO, landing page optimization, only on Webmasterradio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back, loyal landing page optimization listeners. This is your host, Tim Ash, and I'm here with Aryan Haring and Moritz Kaptein. Uh, now, we were talking about kind of did, basically what you're saying, your approach to figuring out what someone will respond to is you uh, basically see over time what they actually respond to and then kind of skew it so that they're more li- likely to see that type of persuasion approach in the future. So how many, exactly, how many approaches exactly are you using? Are you using the Robert Cialdini six approaches or list them out if you would? And how do you start with, uh, do you start with them equally likely to get applied to a new visitor? Let's talk about yeah, so, that. Yeah. So, so actually, uh, we are using Cialdini because uh, we see here that in uh, Europe at the moment, uh, it, it's it's very easy to apply, or content makers uh, seem to like these strategies. So we could use 160 different uh, strategies, but these uh, seem to be yeah easily to uh, to comprehend and to to apply. Uh, and within that, I have to say uh, to make it very practical, we often use three to start with because they are just easy to implement, um, and those are already uh, named. Uh, scarcity principles, um, authority, uh, and social proof. Um, mm-hmm. So okay, so scarcity. Uh, scarcity means again, just there's not enough of something, either time limited or exclusive or something or custom. Uh, exactly. Authority is authority would be things like reviews, um, seals of approval, the celebrity endorsements, uh, thing, things like that, media mentions. And social proof is the showing that this is a category leader, and lots of people yeah. just like me are using it. Is that so? That's is that a good summary? Yeah. yeah okay, so you start with them, say equally weighted. So when someone comes along, are you showing them content that um, on the page that appeals to all three, st- or kind of is based on all three strategies? No, no so we start. We don't start with them uh, equally. We, if we know already from the website that one strategy 
uh, works best for, for uh, on average. Then we'll start with that one. So you start based on uh, the like. So they only see one strategy at a time, or content based on one strategy, and uh, you. And the probability that they'll see it is based on kind of the average response of all people in the past, because you don't know anything about them specifically yet. Uh, okay, that's a signal yeah. word, probability. Yeah. So, uh oh. So so that's that's the initial like you're totally right on the on the initial kind of startup. So so you use what you know from other people when you start or even from, from other branches as like a prior on on which one are you gonna show. Um and then you start learning for, for those individuals. And and you're also right that we're not showing all of those strategies at the same time. Uh and actually like we we've done a number of com- comparative studies trying you know, to, to basically sell the same thing or get conversion on the same type of emails using one or multiple strategies and trying all kinds of combinations. Uh, and what we keep finding is, is that using a single argument you now outperforms using multiple of them. And, and, and there's some obvious reasons for it. If, if you're using a wrong argument for somebody, that might overshadow use it using a right one. Uh, that's one. And, and the other is also if you use lots and lots of persuasion strategies all at once in your page, like how credible is that going to feel to people? Are people going to scrutinize and think about, you know, how, how valid are all these arguments? So you often actually find if you start comparing situations in which you actually pick one versus where you try to use all of the strategies at the same time, that if you pick one, you're more effective. And, and th- I mean, that's the other, I think, key ingredient uh, as to why we're doing what we're doing. So first, is it, is it even sensible? Yes, you, you want to pick one. Um, but then people seem to differ, so you want to learn how they differ and make sure you pick the right one for the right customer. Okay, so I, I use the joke of, uh, about on average. You know, on average, if, if, you, if there's a 70-year-old man in New York and a, and a, yeah. uh, a, a 10-year-old uh, girl in, in San Diego, does, uh, does that mean that your average uh, visitor is a 40-year-old hermaphrodite in Kansas City? <laughs> right, because that's, that's what averages would lead you to believe. We get a lot of those actually here, Tim. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I'm just saying. Uh, so, you know, but... Um, <laughs> all right. Well, you know, I, I've known to be, step over a line or two. I didn't mean that, obviously, in an insulting way. I'm just saying that's what happens when you average. Um, so, you know, we do that a lot. When we design pages, we try to pack in all the firepower of the different persuasion strategies. But I hear you saying it. It might be better to just kind of go all in, as they say in, in poker, on a single strategy and, and see which one of those works best. Well, I mean, I, I would like urge people who are listening to actually A-B test uh, this thing that I'm saying. It's super easy to do. And we, we've asked some of our clients to, to A-B test it themselves, and they're finding the same results. Uh, so I would be surprised if people manage not to replicate it, basically. But it's a super simple thing to test. Are you using multiple of these strategies on your page? Like, likely you are, actually, if you, if you have been thinking about how you're selling your stuff and, and have been reading any kind of persuasion work, work by Chialdini or, or even by others. Uh, then mm-hmm. likely, if you look at your own page, you're actually using some of these things already um, and, and trying to use you know, one of them specifically as opposed to trying to pile up many of the different strategies in one page. Um, mm-hmm. Convert better, and it's something you can just try on the fly without any. Okay, well, well, then let, let's talk about that kind of um, what works best on average of those three strategies: scarcity, 
of course, you know, the, how you express them and exactly the headline or exactly the offer or the visual presentation is going to skew this. But can you give us some sense of scarcity, social proof, or outside authority? Which one kind of seems to be the most effective in a wide range of circumstances? Is that a fair question even? or No, so I would say, oh, Marit, you can give the answer from science in, as a total, but we see, of course, per client. Now we have better customers, and there we see that these different strategies, they differ which, for which company uh, um, does which uh, uh, strategy work best. For a, a company like Groupon, I could say, uh, I could guess, I don't know, mm -hmm. I guess scarcity would work scarcity, best. Scarcity, right, because it's the, based on the deal of the day and it's going to expire and if you don't get it right now, you'll never yeah. get it. It will yeah. tend to attract. That, that's their whole business model and it, it attracts those kind of people that would be responsive exactly. to that. Exactly. Okay. I think that's what's happening. Like we find differences in which of those is most effective on average in different branches or for different clients. But for a big part, I think that's indeed driven by exactly what you're saying, that, that people have been attracting you know, a certain type of customers by their proposition. So Groupon obviously attracts kind of you know, scarcity, special deal people. So if, if you start trying these types of different strategies, you'll find that that one outperforms uh, Probably the other strategies, Groupon is not a client of ours, so, so I can't say for sure, but like I would be very likely to, to find this. Um, and then still, there might be some customers that might be swayed by other arguments, and for a lot of branches, you'll find you know less distinct differences between the average effects, and there it really starts paying off to start paying attention to how do individuals you know differ over time, and is, is there any way to adapt to it? Okay, so um, or so let, let's say you know. So basically, let's say you don't know which one's going to work. So every third person, you know, at random gets assigned to one of the strategies. So tell me how you adapt this over time to take into account their actual behavior. What do they have to do to uh, have you consider that strategy a success? Uh, depends on which situation we're in. Sorry for the for the nuanced answer. If we're sending an email, <laughs> it depends. Uh, okay. No, but if, if we're sending an email, the obvious thing to measure is just you know, click-through rates. Uh, but then if people end up buying something, you want to actually weigh uh, you know, buying something probably heavier than clicking something. And it's, you know, from, from a mathematical point of view, it's not hard at all to model different types of successes into, into the model. Uh, so what we're trying to do is, is find measures of success that work for our clients and that are indeed you know, most predictive for, for the bottom line in the end. Uh, Although, you know, if, if modeling, for example, sales only, uh, what you'll find is that for a lot of people, that they won't buy, buy something in the beginning, and you could have learned something from the interactions that they have. So, so you do actually want to often model some of the click-throughs, do people look at products, all of these kind of things. Um, and and for, for the email case, we were, we're finding out that just modeling click-through from emails um, you know, it's a great way if, if, you, if you're sending okay, out... Okay, so, so if, they, if, they, if they open the email and then they click on the desired link, then that's, that's considered a kind of a signal that they're responding. Yeah, and if they, if they okay. open the email, that's a signal that they're, they're looking at this strategy, they click on the link, that's a signal... That's even more valuable that, the, you know, that they're responding to it. So you're weighting those appropriately. All right, yeah. well, unfortunately, we've run up against another break, but when I come back, I want to explore... The wilder side of you crazy Dutch people. Uh, so I understand that, Moritz, you run a skateboard park. And Arjan, you think you're a white breakdancer? All right, we'll come back in two minutes. <laughs> Who said I'm white? More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. 
How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Radio's Virtual Autobahn. WebmasterRadio.fm. Moving at the speed of light. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Welcome back to LPO, Landing Page Optimization, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, with LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And Aryan, our, our guest with the, uh, the ambiguous gender and uh, race, apparently. Are you white, sir? <laughs> Some say that I'm white, indeed. <clears throat> okay, so uh, uh, tell us about your, your breakdancing, you know, mad skills. Uh, so I was I was I grew up as an ugly kid and I'm still very ugly. So to me to arrange <laughs> okay. chicks, I need to dance, and that's how I arrange chicks. So that's so you got chicks by breakdancing. So this is like a Zoolander dance-off kind of thing, or what are we talking? No, I, I think it's very skillful. So I think Zoolander is also quite skillful, but I'm different. I, I wouldn't compare <laughs> myself to Zoolander. Okay, I think we'll leave it at that. Moritz, uh, running a skateboard park? Seriously? How do you find the time? Uh, well, so, so I, I, mean, I mean, I manage it at a distance. That's, that's how I find the time. I mean, there, there's people working, working for it full-time. It's a non-profit, uh, but I'm, I'm the chair of the, the non-profit that's running the, the skate park. And I just kind of you know, stumbled into it like from, from skateboarding myself uh, to getting to a point that like, we, we were feeling... <laughs> Sorry? Boring. Boring. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so you, you st- when you say stumbled into it, and it has a different connotation in a skateboarding park. All right, well, let, let's get back to, to our topic here. Um, uh, you know, first of all, I want to just uh, 
say that you guys run a very unique, uh, fantastic conference in Europe, and I think you've done them in New York in the past as well, called Design for Conversion. So can you tell folks very quickly about the format of that and, and, and what makes it unique? Yeah, so that's me, actually. So Margaret has nothing to do with that, but okay. Oh, oh um, excuse me, yeah, sir. sir. I'm, yeah, touchy feeling here. Uh, so, so Design for Conversion has two nice things, I guess. So you're pretty smart as well, but uh, we here we t- took um, three disciplines like evidence-based marketing, uh, psychology, and design more or less, and uh, we put them together, and they work on cases. That's the other part that's quite uh, unique. So, so you, you're talking about case study, the, the case study method, and you're actively working in small groups. That's what you mean, right? Yeah. So uh, uh, small groups of eight people have two senior uh, people from the field. Uh, coaching the team, and uh, 28th of November in Amsterdam, Dan O'Reilly, Rory Sunderland, Patrick Parvinen will speak. So they uh, we also have speakers, but they at the same time, the speakers will step off the stage and come to the teams and work with them on spe- uh, specific uh, yeah. cases. One of the case studies is of, uh, the famous Booking.com, uh, which is great. Yeah, they are great at persuasion, but they still uh, uh, thought we could do better as a conference to help them with a particular case. Uh, so yeah, then there are two or three time slots over one hour that teams work on a, s- a specific case study, and then uh, we present it, have beers, and finish up. And I DJ during the day. I start in the morning. But, but, you, but okay, this is what I want to know. Do you break dance while you're DJing? Now that would be mad skills. I'm telling you. Uh, so I, I normally uh, get up there and put some crap music. So Hannah Donovan of Last of M. Now this is my jam that my <laughs> taste of music is Eurotrack. So I put some of my Eurotrash on and I start dancing myself and everybody looks weird. And I go back to the booth, play a loud song and they get annoyed. Then I turn off the lights and they say turn off the turn on the lights and then Okay, so basically, you know, they get inspired by the fact that, hey, look, if if uh, if Ariane can do that, I'm sure I can do better. Is that kind of the motivation factors? Would you say? No, I don't care. Like I, <laughs> I get, I get paid. Annoying. All right, you're getting, you're getting paid either way. All right, well, well, thanks, guys. Now, by the way, uh, just a quick shout-out. Ariane, you're going to be, of course, presenting at our next conversion conference in Fort Lauderdale near Miami in South Florida, uh, just coming up uh, very soon here, October 9th and 10th. So uh, thanks thanks for flying all the way out to present there. Um, yeah, looking so, forward to it. Uh, so if somebody wants to, to get a hold of you guys besides your own events, or what's, what's the best way for them to, to reach you? Follow us at, at uh, Persuasion API uh, on Twitter or look us up at ScienceRockstars.com, I would say. And are you going to be speaking at any other events coming up in the U.S.? Uh, no, so we have an event coming up designed by Fire, but it's something else. No, at the moment we are building uh, our cases with our beta customers, and we're very busy with that. And I think you're an exception to the rule. I think we're, we think you're cool and smart as well, and we're all trying to like build this body of knowledge and that's why we come to you and that's it actually no we come to our own events and we come to your event well so, I, I i feel privileged that more words you want to add anything well we're speaking at conversion conference london as well uh, yeah, fantastic uh, that's coming up uh, this fall and later in november 
Um, yep. That's a fantastic event. Uh, kicked off the inaugural one, and there's a lots of local talent in Europe. We also have Dusseldorf and uh, later this year uh, for yep. the German speaking types, which doesn't include me, Javol. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'm afraid we've wasted a perfectly good half hour of our listeners' time, but hopefully, uh, you guys uh, got something out of it. Uh, thanks again to my guests, uh, Moritz and uh, Ariane, and uh, from. Science rock stars, and uh, let, let's do this again sometime. Yeah, great. Thank you. Thank you. And a quick last-minute reminder for our loyal webmasterradio.fm listeners, Conversion Conference, $100 off if you use the code WMFM, last day's countdown to Fort Lauderdale. Next year, we're going to be in San Francisco, Chicago, and Boston. So we'll see you there, conversionconference.com. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.